Michel Thomas Method, German Vocabulary Course, Copyright 2007. In the methodology, Thomas Keymaster Languages, LLC, all rights reserved. In the series template, Dr. Rose Lee Hayden. In the content, Marion O'Dowd. In the recording, Hodder and Stoughton. Willkommen. Welcome. My name is Marion O'Dowd and I'm delighted to be part of a team committed to promoting Michelle Thomas's unique method of language learning. I have been a German teacher for over 20 years. I use his language teaching principles with my students and always recommend the courses to them. I know how effective the Michelle Thomas courses are in laying a structurally sound foundation and achieving rapid results in an exciting and motivational way. As Michelle Thomas often remarked, he built the house, but it is up to us to decorate it, and decorated we shall, extending that basic structure as and when it affects all those new words you will learn in this German vocabulary course. As this course reinforces and builds directly on the original Michelle Thomas courses, I urge those of you who have not completed them to do so first. The Michelle Thomas method is cumulative and the terminology unique to him is designed to make understanding simple. As veterans know and newcomers will learn, the Michelle Thomas method has some firm as well as surprising ground rules. Let me share these with you now as Michelle Thomas did, so that we can make the most of this opportunity to build your German vocabulary and proficiency the way he intended. The first ground rule is essential. Do relax. If you are tense, you cannot enjoy learning and will miss out on that sense of excitement and accomplishment that his method provides. The second ground rule is equally important. Never try to memorise. If you want to learn the Michelle Thomas way, you must avoid old habits such as memorising lists, taking notes, doing homework. Ground rule number three. Take time to think things through before you respond. And finally, ground rule number four. You must participate and interact. Don't just listen passively. Michelle Thomas knew that following these ground rules was the best way to learn another language. He so often stressed what you understand you know and what you know you don't forget. In this German vocabulary course, you will participate as the third member of a very special pair of native speakers, Julius and Julia. Just play your part interacting with all three of us as we reinforce new concepts and introduce relevant vocabulary drawn from all sorts of situations. Here's how the system works. First, I will introduce a new concept or phrase, and then I will ask you to create your own response by prompting you with something like, how would you say? Whenever you are prompted, hit the pause button to give you plenty of time to work out your answer. Take as much time as you need to think things through and then respond out loud. Once you have responded, hit the pause button again to continue and you will hear the correct response that the native speakers or I will repeat. You'll surprise yourself just how much German you already know when you interact with us. But if you are unsure, just repeat a section. It's perfectly all right to review before moving on. In fact, 
Michel Thomas designed his courses so that it was difficult to move on comfortably before you had understood and internalised what he was teaching at every stage. One last observation here. As Michel Thomas told us, there is a great affinity between the German and the English languages, which means that certain Transformationen will help you create German words, as well as put you in a position to make a more informed guess as to their meaning. He told us that the vocabular we actually need in any language is limitiert. 500 to 1500 words make it possible for you to kommunizieren auf Deutsch. This course, which is divided into three segments, will introduce you to over a thousand new words and phrases. The first teaches you how to transformieren certain English words into German and how to recognize German words by examining their component parts and familiarizing yourself with certain word endings. The second focuses on reviewing verbs whilst building vocabulary around them. The third and final segment shares some common everyday German expressions, giving you helpful hints to build your proficiency and self-confidence as you venture forth with your newly enhanced German. I dedicate this course to Michelle Thomas and am more than happy to be your coach as we set out on that journey to acquire German vocabulary the Michelle Thomas way. Together we will get that ball over the net. Course Segment 1. Cognates As you've already learned German with Michelle Thomas, you'll know that as an English speaker you have a tremendous advantage. There is a treasure trove of German vocabulary buried in English. This is thanks to the arrival in Britain over 15 centuries ago of the Angles, Saxons and Jutes, who spoke a language similar to German. Over generations, most languages develop and absorb material from other cultures. One of the effects of this, something that Michelle Thomas discussed, is a gradual change in pronunciation and spelling. If you know a little bit about how German words absorbed into English have changed, you'll be able to recognize a lot of words in modern German and give your vocabulary a real boost. It can even give you the edge should you try to work out what an English word might be in German. Let me give you a few examples. In the Middle Ages, the German T sound shifted and softened to a D sound. That's why trinken in German sounds so close to drink in English and why gut mellowed to good. With this in mind, see if you can work out what these German words mean. Every house needs one of these. Ein Bett. Ein Bett, yes, a bed. And this, something to eat. Brot und Butter. Of course, bread and butter. If you do a lot of... Tanzen. Dancing, tanzen is to dance, you'll develop a... Durst. Durst, thirst. And if you're grateful to someone, you'll use Danken, meaning to thank. Danken, from which you get Danke, of course. Thanks. The hound, our Saxon word for dog, is evident in the German word Hund. 
I know you'll have no problem working out these other animals. Der Fuchs und der Wolf. Fuchs und Wolf. Fox and Wolf. And what about these two? Das Schwein und die Kuh. Das Schwein, the pig, think of swine. Die Kuh, the cow. The clipped German T softened in English to a TH sound, which is why Vater is traceable in our word father. Bearing that in mind, you'll recognize this number. Hundert tausend. A hundred thousand. Hundert tausend. Now listen to the German words for parts of the body. The similarities to English are striking. Haare, Lippen, Schulter, Knie, Ellbogen. Haare, Hair, Lippen, Lips, Schulter, Shoulder, Knie, Knee, Ellbogen, Elbow. These sound shifts are useful to know, but they're not cast in stone. So just relax and trust your guessing instinct in this first segment. You'll find examples of other sound shifts in the user manual. But for now, just go with the flow. Mit dem Strom schwimmen. Swim with the stream, with the current. Mit dem Strom schwimmen. Let things happen gradually and everything will fall into place. Right, you're ready to start using your German, but before we begin, remember, whilst Michel Thomas always encouraged us to guess vocabulary, he warned never to guess structure. So do try and think sentences through clearly. In this segment, we'll introduce you to some really useful German word endings. What will gradually become clear, that's klar in German, close, isn't it, is that the German language tends to glue words or pieces of words together, rather like building a wall, brick by brick. By separating and examining each individual brick or word, you'll find you can work out its meaning more easily and you'll see patterns emerge. You'll soon be building these walls yourself. Let's begin with the verb ending ihren. Michel Thomas taught you organisieren, to organise. Telefonieren, to telephone. What was to repair? Reparieren. Ja, reparieren. And to work in the sense of to function? Funktionieren. Ja, funktionieren. All these ihren words spelt I-E-R-E-N, are, Michel Thomas said, of French extraction. So, how would you say to reserve in German? Reservieren. That's right, reservieren. Think of it this way. Drop off the last vowel in the English word, here the E on the end of reserve, then sticking with the last consonant, Add your ending ihren, reservieren. Now imagine you have arrived at a German hotel. How would you say, I would like to reserve a double room, please? Do you remember the word for room? Zimmer. Yes, Zimmer. That's capital Z 
I-double-M-E-R. Bearing in mind that Michelle Thomas told you a German P shifted to an English B, work out what a double room is in German. Doppelzimmer. Doppelzimmer. Well done if you guessed correctly. You had to change the vowel sound slightly, double to doppel, and I hope you pronounced the Z as though it was a T-S, Z, doppelzimmer. Zimmer and our new compound two-brick word, doppelzimmer, are das words. Michelle Thomas explained the three German genders to you, masculine, feminine and neuter. For a neuter word, the is... Das. Das. And the neuter word for a is... Ein. That's right. Das and ein. Let's now say, I would like to reserve a double room, please. First, I would like... Ich möchte. Ja, ich möchte. Remember, if you use the handle möchte, the second verb goes to the end of the sentence. Word order is one of German's little quirks, but it's nothing to get worked up about. German children make mistakes when they first start speaking, but in time it becomes instinctive because it just sounds right. That'll happen for you too. So how would you say, I would like to reserve a double room, please? Ich möchte ein Doppelzimmer reservieren, bitte. Well done. Ich möchte ein Doppelzimmer reservieren, bitte. If das Einzelzimmer is a single room, work out a twin-bedded room, a two-bedroom. Ein Zweibettzimmer. Ja, ein Zweibettzimmer. If with a bath is mit Bad and with a shower is mit Dusche, how would you say, we would like to reserve a single room with a bath and a twin-bedded room with a shower. Wir möchten ein Einzelzimmer mit Bad und ein Zweibettzimmer mit Dusche reservieren. Wir möchten ein Einzelzimmer mit Bad und ein Zweibettzimmer mit Dusche reservieren. If you're phoning a restaurant, you may want to reserve a table inside, drinnen, by the window, beim Fenster, or outside, draußen, or on the terrace, auf der Terrasse. Listen out for that in, in drinnen, and aus, meaning out, in draußen. A well-matched pair, drinnen and draußen. A table is ein Tisch, but here you'll say einen Tisch. I'll explain why in segment two. So how would you say, a table for six, inside by the window, please? Einen Tisch für sechs, drinnen beim Fenster, bitte. Einen Tisch für sechs, drinnen beim Fenster, bitte. Richtig. And now, a table for eight, outside, on the terrace. Einen Tisch für acht, draußen auf der Terrasse. Einen Tisch für acht, draußen auf der Terrasse. Now, how would you say to serve? Serve in the sense of serving up food. Servieren. 
Good, servieren. Let's ask, when do you serve breakfast? Breakfast in German is Frühstück. That's capital F-R-U umlaut H, S-T-U umlaut C-K. Michelle Thomas taught you that früh means early. Stück actually means piece. So Frühstück means an early piece. An early piece of food, of course. German bricklaying in action. Frühstück. Now, how would you say when? Wann. Gut, wann. Remembering to use sie as you are talking to someone who is not a friend or relative. How would you now say, when do you serve breakfast? Wann servieren Sie Frühstück? Wann servieren Sie Frühstück? Very good. Especially if you remember to pronounce the ST in Frühstück as though it has a SH before the T. Frühstück. If lunch is das Mittagessen, your midday eat, and dinner is das Abendessen, the evening eat, how would you say, until when do you serve lunch? For until use bis. So once again, until when do you serve lunch? Bis wann servieren Sie Mittagessen? Bis wann servieren Sie Mittagessen? Gut. Tea time in Germany is considered time for Kaffee und Kuchen. Coffee and cake. Kaffee und Kuchen. Although some places will have a Teestunde, a tea hour. But if you're invited to tea in Germany, you will hear something different. Wollen Sie zum Kaffee trinken vorbeikommen? Wollen Sie vorbeikommen? Would you like to come by, vorbeikommen? Zum Kaffee trinken, to drink a cup of coffee. Now, a snack is a little something, eine Kleinigkeit. So, how would you invite someone saying, would you like to come by and have a snack with me? First, would you like to come by? Wollen Sie vorbeikommen? Wollen Sie vorbeikommen? And have a snack with me? In German, you'd say, and eat a snack with me. Und eine Kleinigkeit mit mir essen? Und eine Kleinigkeit mit mir essen? Prima, great. Wollen Sie vorbeikommen und eine Kleinigkeit mit mir essen? When someone asks you this, do say, ja gerne, yes gladly, very quickly. Let's move on to more Ehrenverbs. How would you say to transport? Transportieren. Of course, transportieren. And to import? Importieren. Natürlich, naturally, of course. Importieren. Sehr gut. And to export? Exportieren. Natürlich, exportieren. How about to produce? Just be careful here because the C will change to a Z sound and is in fact spelt with a Z. Produzieren. Ja, produzieren. Ausgezeichnet. That means excellent. Now, 
how would you say the beer here is excellent? Remember, excellent, ausgezeichnet? That's A-U-S-G-E-Z-E-I-C-H-N-E-T. Ausgezeichnet. Beer is neuter. So to say the beer, which form of the word the will you need? Das. Ausgezeichnet. Das Bier. So, the beer here is excellent. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. Das stimmt. That's right. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. In Germany, beer is usually dark or light. So let's try, the beer is usually dark or light. As you may recall, Michel Thomas taught you gewöhnlich, meaning usually. He also mentioned dark, which is... Dunkel. Yeah, dunkel. And light? Hell. Good. Hell. Back to our sentence. The beer is usually dark or light. Das Bier ist gewöhnlich dunkel oder hell. Gut. Das Bier ist gewöhnlich dunkel oder hell. Okay. Now what about Germany produces excellent beer? But before you try that, let's just take a look at the adjective excellent, ausgezeichnet. In this sentence, it sits directly in front of the word it is describing, excellent beer. So let's be agreeable and match it to the noun. In gender, beer is neuter, and in number, beer is singular. So ausgezeichnet gets an ES on the end. Excellent beer is therefore... Ausgezeichnetes Bier. Ja, ausgezeichnetes Bier. But here's the good news. When an adjective is on its own, freestanding, as it was when you said, the beer here is excellent, then you have no worries, as there's no need to agree. So let's try that again. The beer here is excellent. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. Richtig. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. But now, Germany produces excellent beer. So remember to be agreeable. Deutschland produziert ausgezeichnetes Bier. Das stimmt. That's right. Deutschland produziert ausgezeichnetes Bier. And if weltweit means worldwide, how would you then build on and exports it worldwide? Und exportiert es weltweit. Deutschland produziert ausgezeichnetes Bier und exportiert es weltweit. Gut. Now, if cars are autos and cameras are cameras or fotoapparate, how would you say that the Germans also produce good cars and cheap cameras? When your adjective is describing something in the plural, just add an E. So... They also produce good cars. Sie produzieren auch gute Autos. Sie produzieren auch gute Autos. And cheap cameras? Cheap is billig. Und billige Kameras. Und billige Kameras. 
A lot of English technical words are very similar in German. Business is global after all. So it won't surprise you that products are Produkte, that's capital P-R-O-D-U-K-T-E, Produkte. Now, if electrical is elektro, how would you say electrical products? Elektroprodukte. Gut. Elektroprodukte. Waren are wares or goods. That's capital W-A-R-E-N. Waren. Now, as you know, Michel Thomas taught us fertig, meaning ready, finished. This also works for manufactured. So how would you say manufactured goods? Fertigwagen. Gut. Fertigwaren. Okay, once you know that Schreiben is to write, you'll now recognize the sign Schreibwarengeschäft. Geschäft, as you know, is shop. Schreibwaren, writing wares, meaning stationery. So, stationery shop, Schreibwarengeschäft. So, if spielen means to play, what would this be? Ein Spielwarengeschäft für Kinder. Yes, a children's toy shop. Ein Spielwarengeschäft. And finally, if to sell is verkaufen and leather is leder, how would you say, do you sell good leatherware? Verkaufen Sie gute Lederwaren? Verkaufen Sie gute Lederwaren? Richtig. Did you remember to make your adjective good agreeable? Gute Lederwaren? You know, Michel Thomas always said minor details are not important in the wider scheme of things. Don't try to be perfect. Just aim to communicate. Get that ball over the net. Well, when it comes to the agreeability of adjectives, you won't ever hit the ball into the net and fail to be understood. Rest assured... The Germans themselves are not 100% accurate either. Now, let's get back on track with those Iren verbs. What about the verb to train? Trainieren. Gut, trainieren. So, how would you say one must train for sport? Man muss für Sport trainieren. Gut. Man muss für Sport trainieren. To emphasize that this is particularly the case with sport, for sport, one must train really hard, make the agent, the doer of the verb, swap places with the verb. So you'll actually say, for sport, must one train really hard. So if really hard is wirklich hart, how would you say, for sport, one must train really hard. Für Sport muss man wirklich hart trainieren. Richtig, that's right. Für Sport muss man wirklich hart trainieren. This tendency to stress an item and promote it to the head of the sentence is typically German. Listen to Julia. She's mad about winter sports. Für Wintersport wie Skifahren, Snowboarden und Eislaufen muss man wirklich hart trainieren. Aber es macht Spaß. Did you recognize the three winter sports she loves? Wintersport wie Skifahren, Snowboarden und Eislaufen. Winter sports like 
V, skiing, snowboarding and ice skating. Eislaufen literally means to run on ice. Aber es macht Spaß. But it's fun. What about you, Leos? Für Sommersport wie Schwimmen, Windsurfen und Reiten soll man auch trainieren. Aber das macht auch Spaß. What's Reiten? That strong T softened to a D sound, giving you riding. Man soll trainieren, aber das macht auch Spaß. One ought to train, but that's also fun. Listen to other Sportarten, kinds of sport, and you'll be surprised how many you recognize here too. Golf, Judo, Tennis, Tischtennis, Gymnastik, Leichtathletik, Fußball, Basketball, Federball, Rennen. Do be clear about the pronunciation for ball, Fußball, Basketball. Remembering that sound shift from D to the softer TH, what do you think Federball means? Featherball, Badminton and Rennen? Running. And if you're sportlich, sporty, you'll be interested in the Weltmeisterschaft, World Championship. Die Welt, the world, as in weltweit, worldwide. Meister, master. So how would you say Tennis World Champion? Tennis Weltmeister. Tennis Weltmeister or for a woman, Tennis Weltmeisterin. Just add an I-N to make it feminine. So, Sportler for a sportsman and for a woman. Sportlerin. Ja, Sportlerin. Sekretär and... Sekretärin. Ja, die Sekretärin. You can guess a male student. Student. Der Student und die... Studentin. Die Studentin. And finally, if Julius is a pianist, he would say... Ich bin Pianist. Ich bin Pianist. No need to put ein or eine in front of professions. As Julia loves to dance, she is not a tenser, but a... Tänzerin. Ja, sie ist Tänzerin. Nice and easy, isn't it? Okay, what about the Iren verb for to respect? Respektieren. Das war leicht, nicht? That was easy, wasn't it? Respektieren. So, how would you say, please respect the language rules? The language is die Sprache. And the rules are die Regeln. Fuse the two together, but drop the E of Sprache. You try it. Language rules. Sprachregeln. That's right. Sprachregeln. Another example of how German puts two building blocks together. And you're doing it yourself already. The polite command form, please respect, is very straightforward in German. Firstly say, 
You respect using the polite Sie. Sie respektieren. Gut. Sie respektieren. Simply turn that around into respektieren Sie and you have the command form. How would you now say please respect the language rules? Respektieren Sie bitte die Sprachregeln. Respektieren Sie bitte die Sprachregeln. Prima. How about to concentrate? This is a reflexive verb. Like two others Michelle Thomas introduced you to. What was to wash oneself? Sich waschen. That's right. Sich waschen. And to feel. Sich fühlen. Richtig. Sich fühlen. How you feel within yourself. Now, think of to concentrate as a reflexive verb too, because you focus your own mind. Take the English ate ending away from to concentrate before you add the ihren ending. So, to concentrate? Sich konzentrieren. Did you remember the reflexive sich in sich konzentrieren? Hoffentlich. Hopefully. I hope so. But note that in German the first C changes to a K. Konzentrieren. And the second C becomes a Z, pronounced Z. Konzentrieren. Now, remembering what happens to the word order when you stress something, how would you say, for German, one must concentrate? Für Deutsch muss man sich konzentrieren. Sehr gut. Für Deutsch muss man sich konzentrieren. Und die Sprachregeln respektieren. Getting the hang of it now? Here's another Ehren verb. What about to discriminate? Diskriminieren. Ja, diskriminieren. What about to integrate? Integrieren. Richtig, integrieren. Getting easier, isn't it? If you manage that, this will be noch leichter, even easier. How about to motivate? Motivieren. Richtig, motivieren. And to inspire? Inspirieren. Auch richtig, also right, inspirieren. So how would you say... A journey to Vienna will inspire and motivate me. Firstly, let's consider the word journey. If to travel is reisen, then a journey is... Eine Reise. Gut, eine Reise. That's capital R-E-I-S-E. -E. Remember to use the Viet handle and the whole verb, the full verb, for the future tense. Eine Reise nach Wien wird mich inspirieren und motivieren. Ausgezeichnet, excellent. Eine Reise nach Wien wird mich inspirieren und motivieren. Now, try and guess to finance. Finanzieren. Perfekt, finanzieren. With a Z, Z, instead of a C, of course. And how would you say to reduce? Reduzieren. Genau, exactly. 
reduzieren with a Z. So how would you say, I had to reduce the cost? The cost is die Kosten, which is plural. Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren. Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren. Remember, Michelle Thomas taught you that if to do something implies in order to do something, you must use um plus zu and the full verb. My is meine, with a final e, when it describes the d word, reise. So how would you say, in order to finance my journey? Um meine Reise zu finanzieren. Gut, um meine Reise zu finanzieren. Let's put that together now. I had to reduce the cost to finance my journey. Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren, um meine Reise zu finanzieren. Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren, um meine Reise zu finanzieren. Well done. I hope the way the verbs rhyme is helping you. How would you say to criticize? Kritisieren. Genau, exactly. Kritisieren. Spelt K-R-I-T-I-S-I-E-R-E-N. On your imaginary holiday, politely ask your Viennese boss, Herr Klagemann, not to criticize your German. So, Mr. Klagemann, please don't criticize my German. Herr Klagemann, kritisieren Sie mein Deutsch bitte nicht. Herr Klagemann, kritisieren Sie mein Deutsch bitte nicht. To correct is tricky because this changes to korrigieren. That's K-O-R-R-I-G-I-E-R-E-N. Now, if Fehler are mistakes, how would you say, Mr. Klagemann, correct my mistakes, please? Herr Klagemann, korrigieren Sie meine Fehler bitte. Gut, korrigieren Sie meine Fehler bitte. Okay, if to correct is korrigieren, can you guess to react? Reagieren. Sehr gut, reagieren. In English we say to react to, but in German it's to react on, reagieren auf. Just like warten auf, to wait on. We, of course, say to wait for. Using reagieren auf, let's ask how Herr Klagemann reacted to my request. In the past tense, all ear and verbs are totally consistent. Garantiert. When we dive into the past, the verb always reappears with I-E-R-T on the end, but without a G-E up front. For example, organisieren in the past becomes... Organisiert. Organisiert. Kritisieren becomes... Kritisiert. Kritisiert. Reservieren becomes... Reserviert. Reserviert. Und so weiter. And so on. Etc. And now reagieren. Reagiert. Gut. Reagiert. So, how would you say... How did he react? Wie hat er reagiert? Ja, das ist die Frage. Yes, that's the question. Wie hat er reagiert? Now, let's go further and try How did he react to it? 
You may recall Michel Thomas explaining that an and das contract to daran. Think of sich gewöhnen daran, to get used to it, and sich beschäftigen damit, to be occupied with it. So, if to react to is reagieren auf, how would you say to react to it? Reagieren darauf. Reagieren darauf. Richtig. And now, how did he react to it? Wie hat er darauf reagiert? Wie hat er darauf reagiert? Okay, here's another Iren verb. To inform. Informieren. Ja, informieren. And informed. Informiert. Gut, informiert. Let's try, I hope that you are now better informed. Starting with, I hope. Ich hoffe. Gut, ich hoffe. Now, remembering that das triggers a vile situation, sending the verb to the end, add that you are now better informed. Dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind. Dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind. And putting that together, I hope that you are now better informed. Ich hoffe, dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind. Prima. Ich hoffe, dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind. Now what about, thank you, everything was wonderfully organized. Wonderfully is wunderbar. Danke, alles war wunderbar organisiert. Richtig. Danke, alles war wunderbar organisiert. To amuse oneself in the sense of to enjoy oneself, have a good time, is another reflexive verb because you amuse yourself. Try to work it out. Sich amüsieren. Richtig. Sich amüsieren. So how would you say, did you enjoy yourself? Dive into the past using the Z-form. Haben Sie sich amüsiert? Gut. Haben Sie sich amüsiert? Now, let's build on Did you enjoy yourself whilst studying? This structure requires a little explanation. You may remember, Michel Thomas taught us how to transform verbs into nouns by putting das in front of the whole verb. He mentioned das Leben, the life, or the living, and das Essen, the food, or the eating of. Okay, once you have transformed the verb into a noun, placing the word beim in front of it gives you when or whilst doing that action. So if lesen is to read, how would you say while reading? Beim lesen. Beim lesen. And if to listen to is zu hören, what about while listening? Beim Zuhören. Beim Zuhören. And while playing? Beim Spielen. Beim Spielen. Okay, if das Klavier is the piano, just hook it on to spielen and say while playing the piano, while piano playing. Beim Klavier spielen. Gut, beim Klavier spielen. 
Now back to our sentence. Haben Sie sich amüsiert while studying? Haben Sie sich amüsiert beim Studieren? Genau, exactly. Haben Sie sich amüsiert beim Studieren? Oh, haben Sie sich beim Studieren amüsiert? Hoffentlich, hopefully. Then congratulations are in order. And to congratulate just happens to be another earring verb. Just chop off the prefix con from congratulate as well as the ending ate. So how would you say to congratulate? Gratulieren. Richtig, gratulieren. You may need this to congratulate someone on their birthday. Zum Geburtstag. By the way, you congratulate someone to their birthday in German and not on. So with gratulieren, you will use ihnen, to you, and not sie. That's if you're using the polite form. So, how would you say, I would like to congratulate you on your birthday? First, I would like to congratulate you. Ich möchte Ihnen gratulieren. Gut, ich möchte Ihnen gratulieren. Now insert zum Geburtstag in the right place. Ich möchte Ihnen zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Super, ich möchte Ihnen zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Alles Gute, all the best. If it's a close friend, you'll use dear, D-I-R, dear. So, wishing a close relative a happy birthday, you'd say... Ich möchte dir zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Ich möchte dir zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Danke.